Hey, do you remember when we used to do positivity breaks? Yes. It's been a long time. It has been. I don't um I don't think we've done one since Maya Angelou. Is that right? No, I don't think we've done we one since Maya Angelou. Yeah. So I thought we could maybe start with a positivity break just for old time's sake, you know, just a little nostalgia. Positivity break. Positivity break. Uh actually, looking at the calendar, I don't think a normal positivity break's gonna do it. Oh? I think we need a spooky-tivity <laughs> break. A spooky-tivity break. A spooky-tivity break. Which is very exciting because now, whenever it's almost Christmas, we can do a nativity break. <laughs> but that's not today. Today we're doing a spooky-tivity break. And I'm going to read a little snippet of uh, Roger Ebert's later review for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <gasps> Uh, Roger Ebert's website says that this uh, art that this review is from 1975. It references the 80s, so not accurate, not accurate reporting. I have no idea when this is from, but it's very good. Inside the theater, the fans put on a better show than anything on the screen. They knew the film by heart, chanted all the lines in unison, sang along with the songs, did dances on stage, added their own unprintable additions to the screenplay, and went through a lot of props like toilet paper and water pistols. They also formed a sort of weird extended family. They met every week, exchanged ritual greetings, celebrated each other's birthdays and other major holidays, and even dated and married and gave birth to a new generation of Rocky Horror cultists. It was a strange exhibitor-audience relationship, because the regulars were essentially buying tickets so they could attend their own show. Aww. That makes me really happy. I, uh, I love Rocky Horror Pictures show. I love weird little cult families. And I just, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, coming up on Halloween, Rocky Horror productions across the country getting into full fucking swing. You know, we got the corsets coming out. Everything's everything's looking high healy and beautiful. And I just wanted to give everybody a moment, whether you're driving or at your bad job or whatever, to just think about the Rocky Horror fucking picture show. Just like wherever you are, take one moment to do the time warp again. Just give yourself right, that. Right in, right in your desk. Right in your, just give right yourself at your desk. that. Right in that bad office chair that has that spot in the back that just makes your makes your back feel kind of bad, you know? Right there. Do a little dance. Do a little RHPS dance. <laughs> it's good for you. It's so good for you. Oh, man, that makes me really happy. Listen, this Halloween, just hug your little weird cult family. If you don't have one, find one. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic. The internet's first... Uh, how does it go? You're listening Blogged. to Everyone's a Critic, the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. Uh, I'm yes. Jess. And I'm Frankenfurter. I wish. The hot dog man himself. Man, I wish I was Frankenfurter. We all wish we were Frankenfurter. So on this show, what we do is we find reviews and online. I wish they were Frankenfurter. And we wish that they were written by Dr. Frankenfurter himself. And what we do is we bring those reviews, sight unseen, and we share them with each other. 
and we have a good laugh in these um, really troubling times. Uh, <laughs> was that too dark? That was that was no, said. With, I, that listen. was a, that was said with more sincerity than usual. Well, because things are more sincere than usual. Because the veil is just fucking slipping right it's off. Slipping me. right off. But you know what? That's why we're here. We're here just to make every to remind everybody not to take everything so seriously. And it's okay to take an hour and just giggle. It's have okay a little, to giggle for an hour. Have a little self giggle. You know. And it's yours, and nobody can take it away from you. And, and I'm going first this week. Yeah. What are you gonna do? We're gonna be returning to a recurring segment. Oh boy! It's the favorite segment of at least one of our listeners that we know, IRL. Uh, that recurring segment is infrastructure schmidtfrastructure. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're gonna do it up. Aww. We're gonna do it up proper. I have a very good topic. I'm super excited. I I'm a little. I'm excited and scared. I feel like every time you go, I go first and you tell me what you're going to do. I just, I'm just excited and scared for the next 15 minutes. Sometimes when I'm picking a topic, I'll think to myself like, man, I should like pick a topic that's going to just make her really happy and just do like a, uh, just like a, a gift topic. Like, hey, here's the thing you really like. But the last time I did that, I made it a big sex toy joke. Yeah, last time so... you did that, I was so upsetting because you, you talked about silicone spatulas, which is the best thing and it was so sad for me i did not mean to get the sex toy reviews no, mixed okay, up okay okay whatever it was an accident but i digress um so yeah what do we get started with here um so the very very first episode of this show i talked about pancakes it was episode six right because we there aren't any episodes before that one um no it was episode one pancakes wyoming no that i mm-mm that would, I've, we've, I don't recognize that title oh, okay. at all. Okay, well, anyway, um, then, oh, good news. I've never talked about pancakes before on this podcast, so it doesn't matter that we are going to talk again about pancakes. We're gonna, wait, we're talking about pancakes? That's fresh and novel. That's fresh and novel. That's never fresh done and novel that before. And cool. Never talked about pancakes uh. before. We are going to talk about vegan pancakes. Oh, oh, getting back to some of our classic material where we made too many jokes about vegans who are cool and saving the planet. Well... In some ways. Except when they're pretentious. But, you know, everyone has their pretensions. It's fine. And almond it's milk fine. is bad for the environment. That Well, that's true, but you can drink oat milk. Vegans are cool. Vegans are cool. These jokes are not about vegans. It's about vegan recipes that don't use binders. <laughs> because you can, you can have a, a vegan binder in your recipe. It's okay. Flax seeds, chia seeds. You can make all kinds of, of vegan binders, vegan egg replacements. We uh, we used flax seeds recently because I forgot to buy eggs. And it was and great. It was, it was pretty good. Um. Well, let, can I read you? Can I read you this pancake recipe? Please, 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 please. Okay. All-purpose flour, white sugar, baking powder, salt, water, oil. Okay, so it, it just gets rid of the eggs and the milk. It just gets rid of the eggs and the milk, but doesn't put anything else in that makes a pancake. Wait, can you? Did it have like a milk substitute? No. So that's more like a like a Johnny cake, right? Or like a griddle cake? Yeah. You know, like 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 a sort of Depression era hard tack on yeah, the griddle. No butter, thing? no egg, no milk, no replacements. Okay, so it's they're sad cakes. Sad cakes. Okay. That's what I want to make fun of. I want to make fun of the sad cake. The sad cake, gotta be said, pretty low carbon footprint. So that's cool. But uh... Dora Bora (laughs) has a one star review. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> One star. I made these just like the recipe says, and the pancakes have a gel layer in the center. How do you fix that? I can't even picture that. Right? Right? And that's why I brought this one. Because this pancake recipe is so sad that what has happened to this person is that they somehow made a gel layer of pancake. So they made made a bad moon pie. (laughs) Right? Or like... What even? Yeah, I guess so. So, are they just saying that it's uh, that it's raw in the middle? Because that's already a phrase. You can use that. No, a gel layer. Okay. And I didn't know. Is this like? Is it is it kind of a marshmallowy gelatin, or is it like like just a piece of weird jello, or maybe flat weird jello? Maybe when they weren't looking, their child or their cat dropped their insole into the into into the the batter, and then and then the. Oh, what's the name of that insole brand that always had the commercials that were super weird? I have no idea what you're talking the about. The gel insoles? Dr. Scholl's? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Dr. Scholl's is really like the brand of insoles. Dr. Scholl's themselves came in, dropped an insole into the batter, melted. Mm. So supportive. <laughs> Umaita oh Bimano has a one-star review. This is the worst vegan pancake recipe I've ever made. This dough, I honestly don't know what's wrong with it. Maybe because the use of water and not non-dairy milk. Mine turned out a huge chunk of dough and wouldn't spread at all. Yes, (laughs) dough. Anyway, recommend just using non-dairy milk if you have it. Mine turned out like biscuits. Oh, and they were tasteless. Raw in the middle and thick as burgers because they didn't cook properly. And I just... This is a recipe on all recipes, you said? This is on all recipes, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, of course. And I, exactly, exactly. So what what I'm curious about is why you would make a biscuit dough, understand that what you have is basically a biscuit dough with no butter in it, and then think, I'm going to go ahead and put this in the pan. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and try to cook this like a pancake. You know? Because pancake batter is a liquid. Yeah, it's real thin. It's pretty thin. It's not like crepe batter thin, but it's pretty thin. I'm going to go ahead and put this in the pan, see what happens. We also, we make our pancakes with soy milk or whatever we have. Yes. But like, we don't, we don't ever buy milk. No, so I don't, I don't drink milk. We already regularly use soy milk and it's fine. I think it's it makes fun. it a little spongier, but it's fine. Yeah, but, but it's fine. It's fine. It's totally okay to use a non-dairy milk. There are good non-dairy milks out there. I actually know a whole podcast about non-dairy milks. <laughs> do you? I do. Inside Trader Kroger? No. Oh, the Alt Milk Enthusiast podcast, not that one? Oh, th- that's Inside Trader Kroger now? They must have changed its name. Yeah, no, that, well, in their last episode, they established that they got into some legal entanglements. You were there. Oh, I didn't listen to that one. Okay. <laughs> Good to know that you're engaging with the podcasts that we en- enjoy mutually. Sometimes I'm tired. In this creative space that we share. CR Marta has a one-star review. Sorry. No. <laughs> Was out of flax meal and rice flour for my go-to pancake recipe, so I decided to try this. The pancake stuck horribly to both a skillet and a well-oiled griddle and could not be flipped. Never had this issue before. I actually threw my spatula across the room. I got so frustrated. <laughs> uh, 
Ma- so th- sad cakes was the uh, most appropriate name you could have given them. Yeah, for real. Or anger cakes. Anger cakes. Uh, anger management cakes. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of like how we all had that one friend that broke an N64 controller or or an Xbox by, 360 by controller. By friend, you mean brother. It's fine. Or brother or loved one. Yeah, we all had that person. Person, yeah. That person. at one point when they were alone broke a controller or put a hole in the wall with a controller, which also broke. Yes. I did know that one. I knew that. I knew that one. You knew the hole in the wall one. I knew the hole in the wall. Uh, one. See, I knew. I knew many, many broken controllers that did not happen when the, when the person was by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they happened during Smash. That was competitive. It, it, it was competitive. That was multiplayer. Um, listen. Okay. Listen. Smash got very heated in my household. <laughs> so did Mario Party. Um. I can't imagine the controller. Really, it's really dark. I was about to say I can't imagine a controller being broken over Mario Party, but actually, 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 I imagine that more. Yeah, because you yeah. In, you invest ninety minutes into getting fucked over by Toad. It, yes, it's a exactly. big it's exactly. a big time investment to have at the very end Toad come out and say, "Well, I'm giving all these stars for no fucking reason to this one." Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't in the older one, so that they, I think it was the bonus stars. I think so. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't remember. I just remember. I remember many times when one of us would be losing pretty horribly for a very extended period, and sometimes that just gets overwhelming. <laughs> um, question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark has a one star review, which is a shame because question mark. Question mark. Question mark is in the right place on all recipes. <laughs> you know? So real shame they didn't like it. I wish I could give this receipt zero stars. Is that it? Uh, that is it. Okay. Okay. I love a good I love I love that. That's good. Classic. Classic. Zoe has a two-star review. They tasted like poison. <laughs> I think it was the amount of baking soda. <laughs> it's interesting to me that Zoe knows what poison tastes like. Yeah, or can't imagine and uh, frankly has had better. <laughs> I have had better poison than this. Or worse, because it's two stars. Two stars. I've also so, had worse poison. Yeah. I mean, I've had I've had worse poison. I've had asbestos. Oh, no. Kind of weird and tangy on the palate, but, you know. Um, And I'm going to wrap up with a five-star review. Are you ready for a five-star review? Yeah. This is the only one we've had, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's an objectively bad recipe. It's just not a very... There were... Okay. There were a lot of five-star reviews, but every single one of them was like, I added milk. And I was like, duh. I corrected it. Yeah. Fucking duh. Add milk. It will be okay. And an egg. So- just a, any sort of binder. I'm so upset about it. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, you can get, like, again, flax seeds. There's, like, vegan egg substitutes that you can get at your, yeah, like, you health Yeah, you can even buy it at the store, and then you don't have to wait for your flax seeds to set. Yeah. Chia. You leave chia in a bowl uh, in, like, water for 15 minutes makes a great egg replacement. You go get your, like, Bob Ross chia head. Just cut, <laughs> you, you just cut cut the cut the hair right off. Put it in your put it in your pancakes. Pretty good. Pretty tasty and a garnish. <laughs> We're gonna wrap up with a five star. That's review. what they don't tell you about chia, chia pets. It's like having a basil plant or something. It's just free it's garnish. Free garnish all the time. From Catherine, just as described, fluffy and delicious. My carnivorous roommates love them. I don't call them vegan pancakes. I call them bachelor, bachelorette, or college pancakes because most people have the ingredients in the pantry, 
even if they don't cook often. Wow, that one was a real humdinger, huh? I I just, there was just several points because humans are not carnivores. Yeah. We're not carnivorous. Nobody, yep. No, no human, no, not carnivorous. We physically cannot be. Also, that doesn't make them less vegan. They don't become not vegan pancakes when you, when they're easy to make. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that one really rang my bell. Did it? Did it now? Have better standards, you know? Right? I also just cannot imagine a world where these are fluffy and delicious when made as written. I just can't. I can't. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Are you ready to talk about infrastructure? I am. All right. That was the worst segue we've ever done. What? We have done worse. Oh, we need bridges. We need fucking bridges. And we need highways. We need fucking highways. And we need subways. Golly, we need subways. But I don't want to pay no tax. So let's do a week. A huge fucking week. It's infrastructure. It's infrastructure week. How was that? Beautiful. Beautiful? Cool. Beautiful as always. So we're going to go to San Francisco. Uh-oh. <laughs> that is the appropriate response. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What's happening in San Francisco? BART is happening in San Francisco. Okay. Bay Area Rapid Transit. You've heard of BART. We took BART. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I've been on the BART. I've yeah. been on the BART. But um, the, I, this, this, I don't know if I'm more or less terrified than the time you told me that we were going to talk about the New York subway. Like, damn. So... Yeah, BART ha- is the longtime public transportation system for the San Francisco, Oakland area. The the Bay Area, you may even say. It has a three star average on Yelp. With that just, seems high for a transit system. It's honestly not bad. With uh, shy of a thousand reviews, and we're gonna be taking. So when I read the first couple reviews, they were pretty polite, and it was making me think back to when we did the New York subway system, and they were like littered with profanity uh, just immediately immediately terrible incredibly salty because they're new yorkers and well, that's yeah. that's how you do that's, that's just how, how you do that's it. how that's what you do it and it's the subway so natch <laughs> and the first couple were polite so i was like okay i'm gonna build this narrative where like the san franciscoans hate it just as much but they're like kind of polite and that's cute and funny <laughs> so we have a one-star review from daniel a on yelp for bart Fucking joke. <laughs> Trying to get home from the Giants game, having to fucking wait 20 minutes for a motherfucking train at 1010 at night. Whoever decides the schedule is a fucking asshole. 20 minutes? You're upset about 20 minutes? All we want to do is get the fuck home quickly. The least you can do is have multiple trains ready very fast. Bunch of fucking bullshit having to wait 20 minutes. Update 1052 p.m. Waiting at the 19th Street BART, another fucking 20 minutes wait for a Richmond-bound train. Have to transfer and the train isn't waiting? What the fuck is going on? You stupid motherfucking pieces of shit can't have trains ready for people coming from the games? What the fuck, assholes? So fucking tired of this bullshit. Why the fuck would you not have more trains? What in the holy hell is going on? And... (laughs) No. What? What? what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Excuse me? So a couple thoughts. A, Yelp, very valuable platform. Super cool. Um, B, 
nobody voted that review as useful, funny, or cool on Yelp. So that's kind well, of a okay. So there's a, a silver, silver fucking lining. Silver Holy lining. shit! Yeah. Twenty minutes. <laughs> twenty minutes. <laughs> what the fuck? It's twenty minutes. Yeah. You're gonna be just fine. Holy shit! Twenty minutes to have a functioning public transportation system? Eat my fucking shorts! What the hell? <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm so upset right now. I'm so like genuinely. I'm 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 a little angry. I'm wow. Who? It's just really sweeping over me. Oh gosh! All right, all right. The next review is gentler. Okay. This is a this is a review from Philip J F. And yes, their Yelp picture is a picture of a picture of Fry from Futurama. That's exciting. This is a one-star review. Another fuck up by Bart yet again. Jesus Christ. Train holds at 12th for unknown reasons, then we all miss the fucking Richmond connecting train. And we wait 20 fucking minutes. Jesus Christ, Bart never gets out of its own way. Same fucking bullshit every fucking week. On a side note, Bart is super unsafe these days. Never see a cop anywhere on a fucking trainer platform. It's like these lazy assholes are paid eighty five thousand a year to sit in the it sit in their cars, in the fucking Bart parking lot doing nothing. Like that lazy ass janitor sleeping in the damn closet at Powell Station. Damn, spelled incorrectly. These assholes are the worst, totally mismanaged group of fuck ups from top to bottom. Fuck all these motherfuckers. It's clear they don't give a rat's ass about changing anything for the better. Holy shit. I miss New York. What is happening? Right? I miss New York because at least in the New York reviews, it was like, this sucks. A rat ate the train. <laughs> Damn it. No trains. <laughs> Fuck. I waited two hours and a rat ate the train. Yeah. Shit. Somebody took a shit on my shoes on the train. Yeah. Like. There, is, there is no respite. Just screaming. I, just shouting. I just, um. I just didn't anticipate this. I thought that we were going to have some some real thoughts about infrastructure. And I didn't know. I, I didn't know. This is, this is America. We rarely have real thoughts about infrastructure. It's mostly just yelling. But about 20 minutes? Do a fucking crossword. <laughs> like, what the, what the play, fuck? Play free cell. Play Anything. free cell. Shit, my dude. Like, look at your shoes for 20 minutes. I don't, like, holy shit. All right, we got a two-star review. We are we are actually going to get gentler this time. Fucking text. I'm going to skip the review I had that was wildly anti-union. You know, I, I can't handle stuff that's wildly anti-union. I, I can't You know what? It. I honestly feels like you can't handle it right now, so we're going to skip I, I it. I genuinely, like, I'm right on the brink. I didn't yeah. know that we were going to immediately be upset about 20 minutes waiting for a train. I love that that's your sticking point. I, well, uh, fuck, the bus stop close to us only comes even every 15 minutes. There is you only, know? There, yeah, I know. We do have a two-star review from Justin Y., a Yelp elite user. <laughs> Bay Area! <laughs> Tell me when to go. Bay Area motherfucking rapid transit. Public transportation, ha, ha, ha. Oh, you poor San Franciscoians. It's all right. It goes straight from the airport to whatever destination you want, and it's very affordable. The only thing I didn't like about the BART is the fact that it reeked of a medicinal smell. It smelled like a hospital bed, and that just kind of puts me off. The seats were dirty. <laughs> the seats were dirty, and there is trash everywhere. 
FYI, a lot of people take the BART. Go, stupid. Dumb, dumb. What <laughs> is happening? <laughs> Why is this stripping my humanity straight straight out of me? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> ah! Nothing was gained. Two stars. Two stars. I don't know shit about anything. <laughs> I fucking love infrastructure, Schmidt infrastructure. <laughs> I just, every time I realize how much I hate it. It's, like, this is your mountains. It's such a clusterfuck. Um, this is going to be a very salty episode. Sorry about that, folks. A lot of salty language. Uh, we do have a one-star review from Freedom SFS. And this one comes with a picture. Okay. See that two selfish people? Four seats were taken by these two selfish, selfish bugs while others are standing all the way in the BART. Couple people wanted to seat there, but finally this guy tried to put his foot on the seat and ignore other people. Can't stand these kind of people. Please think about others. And then, and then there's a, a just a shame picture of the two people taking up extra seats. Yikes! Fun I mean, that thing. is rude as fuck. It is rude. Picture taken without their consent. Fun thing when you go to Bart on Yelp. That's the picture that comes out. Oh yikes! Oh yikes! Also gave the Bart system one star for a couple of the passengers. So what you're telling me is everyone's a fuckhead. Yeah, and Yelp is awesome. Yelp's the best. I'm so um, glad we have Yelp. What would we do without this perfect, perfect system? I will just say there's a lot of denim on these two. They're really killing it. It's good <laughs> denim. We got a one-star review from SD. This one comes with a picture. The most respectful, safe, clean, trustworthy, fun, wholesome people do not ride BART. Wow. And then there's a picture of someone with their foot propped up on the on some seats, and it says Batman.com. Batman? Badman. Badman.com. Bad what is San Francisco? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening? I'm I'm th- this is a scolding, San Francisco. Get your shit together. I mean, in so many ways, right? In so I mean, this is obviously not the only way that San Francisco needs to get its shit together. There's a lot going on. But this is this is wildly disappointing. <laughs> I give San Francisco one star because some people on Yelp were real assholes. Yeah, I'm. Ge- um, Listen, if you can overgeneralize, so can I. <laughs> so we can all do it. Listen, let's no. all just roll around in the fucking mud until we figure something out. Oh, we're never gonna figure anything out. <laughs> really sad tone, huh? Uh, yeah, this is a weird. Uh, this is a weird energy so far in this episode. I didn't yeah. realize that my that you were gonna be a fucking Death Eater this time. <laughs> like I was unaware. <laughs> I should have come with my Patronus. I'm so sorry. Wow. Sick references. I am sorry though. It's okay. You... Some sometimes sometimes I tell you that people gave Mount St. Helens one star. So, yeah. So so I really I really can't be that upset, but I am. Jokes on heart. you, yeah. In my heart, I'm that upset, but I know I, I have no stake. <laughs> We've got one more one-star review that I would like to unpack before we get a magnanimous moment to send us home. Are you oh, ready? Thank goodness. Okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, yeah. For, always, always. <laughs> and it's a train. We do have a one-star review from Lynn M, though, that I would just like to, I would just like to unpack. Okay. Too crowded on a Sunday. People are going to the Pride Parade, and nobody wants to drive. <laughs> good good <laughs> one star good, because... san francisco had an event well also no don't don't drive to the pride parade how are you gonna get wasted exactly listen we go to pride we get turned we love ourselves 
Also, it's San Francisco. Yeah. Come on. So, yeah. Throw a fucking party. You were on the pride train. Lucky you. You're not going to the party. You are the party. What luck when you end up on the train with a bunch of people going to pride. Fuck yeah. It's the best fucking thing. We were on the bus with people going to Pride. It was sick. It was fucking sick. I love to be on the bus with people going to Pride. They tried to convince us that aliens are real, and that was weird. That but... was that was, and they did call they did call a very dear friend of mine an idiot. But <laughs> but otherwise, it was a really great experience. Five stars, Lauren G. Have you seen this thing? Holy cow! It goes under an ocean. It's like a giant steel snake you can get in. And best part. Minimal human feces, most of the time. That's so delightful. <laughs> oh, man, it is a big steel snake that goes under the ocean. It goes under an ocean. That's incredible. Five oh. stars. Kind of like mountains. Sometimes five they're not snowy fucking enough. fucking stars. But it is a mountain. Five stars. Five stars. If your life is causing you stress, send us mail on the pony distress. It's mail time. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's up? We got that mail bag. Our mail bag is full to bursting. It's not. Um, We do have some stuff, though. I wanted to thank uh, Twitter user at Pablo1216 for reaching out in a direct message. Uh, Thank you so much for letting us know that you found the show and that you're enjoying it. It actually sounded like you might have found it from something other than our Jumbotron, which is fucking sweet. Uh, if that's not true and that is where you found it, don't correct me. I'm going to live with the, I'm going to live with the lie. It makes me happier. Um, I wanted to briefly thank at CVN 87 for finding us on Twitter and following us and listening to the show. Thank you so much for that. Thanks. Um, I would like to thank, uh, listener Jack for reaching out to us via email. Your emails were lovely. And I also just want to encourage if y'all want to email us, that's great. Our email is foreverycritic at gmail.com. And we just like to hear from you. We just like to talk to people when not a face-to-face fashion. You can so, you can send us pictures of uh, hamburgers. If you want. Greasy hamburgers. We don't eat them. Veggie well, burgers, we do. We do eat veggie burgers. I have one other thing. Um, listener John... Uh, sent a, a Facebook message us uh, some really delightful Amazon Q&A content that Ooh, I'd like to share. Okay. Um, it's for the Spectre 2 Combat Takedown Survival Bow and Arrow. Okay. Question. All right. Can deer hunt with it? <laughs> Answer. Unfortunately, no. This bow is not designed for quadrupeds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Firstly, it would be impossible to assemble and the deer would be unable to draw the bow. Sorry, this is not the bow for a deer to hunt with. (laughs) Answer. No, due to evolutionary restrictions, deer would be unable to hunt with the bow. Oh, you kooky internet kids with your jokes. Ah, so good. And one more Q&A from a different different product. Uh, Question. Do these lights have wiring harnesses and switch? Answer. This was bought by my granddaughter and boyfriend, and they are not available to answer the question. Sorry. (laughs) So thank you so much, John, for sending us those. They made me laugh a lot. Oh, classic, classic. Did we ever thank that person that emailed us uh, a link to the reviews for the Pacific Ocean on Google? Oh, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. That that was a while ago. That was a while ago. I thanked you at the very bottom of the description of the episode that came out when you did that. 
Um, didn't do it in an episode though, so thanks for that. Those are a thing. They're pretty funny. They're pretty funny. They are. They are pretty funny. It is sad, but very funny. And I will just throw in there. You can find us on Twitter at Critic Everyone. Do you want to get back to pancakes? No. Oh. I want to talk about crepes. Oh, okay. Vegan crepes. The the pancakes weird cousin. Yes, okay. which is made usually mostly with eggs, but <laughs> not this time. It's like the the sitcom foreign exchange student that's in for like one season. That's the crepe. Basically. Okay. These are made with soy milk, water, margarine, sugar, maple syrup, flour, and salt. So this time they do, there is a non-dairy milk in it. There is still no binder. There is still nothing to hold it all together. Right. Well, yeah, because, okay, wait a minute. So, yeah, because crepes are all egg. It's just, I mean, it's, it's just. Egg. It's egg. It's just egg. It's an eggy egg batter. It is. So these are just flour? These are just pancakes. These are just pancakes. They're very thin pancakes. Okay. Very thin pancakes. No binder. Gotcha. Gotcha. Jennifer has a four-star review. This crepe batter was good, but hard to flip without ripping. I wonder why. Yeah, no shit. It takes a long time to cook and rips every time you touch it. I'm giving Siri, the creator of this recipe, four stars because it was good, but not as good as my favorite crepe chef on all recipes. Ooh, who's that? Aaron Nesbitt. Ooh. That recipe is five stars for its excellent texture, flipping, and eating. Yum! Sorry, Siri. (laughs) That's really mean. I know! Four stars because, I mean, good effort, champ, but you suck. You suck, and I'm going to very specifically link everyone that's found this recipe to the one that's better to make sure you don't get any traffic or attention at all. At all. That's really sad and mean. It is. It's so sad and mean. But that's the world that we live in. Isn't that why we do this show? Because people are sad and mean. But also, these are sad crepes. So They are sad crepes. Yeah. My Two Cats Are Too Cool has a five-star review. I really liked this recipe. It worked out pretty well after about three victim crepes. However, I had the flame on medium-high heat, so I never got a chance to swirl the batter. I actually tried swirling it, but was only able to do it if the pan wasn't hot enough, so it really didn't work. This was much better for me because it just spread out, but still had the lacy look of crepes. I'm making Crepe Sunday a new tradition in our household. Oh, I love a crepe Sunday. I know. And if this family had crepes, it would probably blow their fucking minds, huh? It, it's a shame that crepe Sunday is being ruined by lack of crepe. Yeah. But... It's just really tough to have a crepe Sunday if you're not making crepes. <laughs> I will say, to to buy enough, like, whole food style vegan eggs, yeah, like egg substitute to make crepes, would probably put you in debt so much. Well, yes, yes. It would and... instantly bankrupt you for crepes. Probably worth it because crepes are good. Crepes are great. But. Uh, yes, I imagine it, it would be very expensive. And I don't know how you would make an authentic vegan crepe, you know, but I think maybe, maybe we just shouldn't lie. <laughs> I'm just pro not lying. I made a thin pancake. It was delightful. Just make pancakes. Just make pancakes, but not with the other recipe. Pancake Sunday is really good. And you can still put stuff in them. <laughs> Love Pancake Sunday. Ugh. The sadness of knowing that Crepe Sunday is like an unfulfilled dream. I know. Hurts. hurts. It hurts me. It hurts, hurts me. Hurts your bits. The bits that feel. Sari has a five-star review. Fantastic recipe. Tasted great. So good, I wonder why people began putting eggs and crepes in the first place. (laughs) 
and had none of the flipping issues other reviewers mentioned. I wonder if it's perhaps it's because I made a larger, slightly thicker pancake the way my grandma used to. Still closer to a crepe than an American-style pancake, but thicker and larger than what the recipe calls for you to make. So you made a pancake. Cool. And they were less prone to tearing during the flipping process. Honestly, can't fault this recipe at all. It's the first crepe recipe I've managed to find where the pancakes haven't torn or folded on themselves when I tried to flip them. Tasted amazing with sugar and fresh lemon juice. (laughs) So what we found out is if you make a pancake with the pancake recipe, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be super copacetic. The shame there, let's just back up and, and clear the record a little bit. Made crepes, filled them with lemon juice and sugar. Yes. So not even enjoying the crepe. Because <laughs> crepes get fillings. Lemon juice, not a filling. Not a filling. I do like a little lemon juice on top of my crepe. Oh, God, yeah. But on top of the crepe that also has shallots and cream cheese and maybe some chives if you're feeling a little frisky. You know, I yeah. I love to put sugar on my ch- shallots and cream cheese. Yeah. Do you not? No. Weird. Two stars from Fred. I made these for a breakfast brunch. My comments are coming from a professionally trained food background. I am not vegan, but I have relatives who are. Each time I have made a vegan recipe, such as this, I question how the product can be tasty when it doesn't have great ingredients in it. (laughs) I struggle to know that if you are vegan, then why continue for less taste in what you can make? The crepes are not passable because they only appear like a crepe. But batter, cooking, and stuffing are certainly outside the margins of great. And the batter is quite difficult to flip. And please, do not use a spatula. <laughs> so what do you use? I don't know what you use. Like a paint scraper? Like, I, I mean, I know that there's, like, there's that like crepe spreader thingy. You know, that's like a long, flat spatula, but that's still a spatula. Oh, I know. I know. You take like another, you get another pan really hot, and then you do the, the old topsy-turvy. Oh. You just you just give it, a, give it that dangerous rotate that everybody's afraid to do in the kitchen because it could hurt you. It could. It could, in fact, hurt you. Okay. I, um, you've made crepes more, ra- I, I don't think I've ever made crepes because I just like cannot be bothered to fuck up crepes. That's too much work to fuck up crepes. Um, so I suppose you- so. But you don't fuck them up. You've made crepes more recently. I've always thought of crepes as like a more sturdy omelet, basically. Like it's, it's to me, it's like closer to an omelet than a pancake. I mean... What, what are the proportions normally for like it, egg, egg to flour? Um, I don't remember exactly, but there is, it, there's a, a lot of wet ingredients. There's a lot of eggs and a lot of milk, honestly. It's pretty dairy heavy and pretty egg heavy. This isn't comedy, but I would genuinely be curious to learn about like what a real vegan crepe recipe looks like, because I'm sure it's a thing. And I know. I, di- I didn't look it up. I should have looked it up. This is not funny, but yeah, <laughs> this is not funny. I mean, but if you have a really good vegan crepe recipe, please share it with us. Because like, I just find that stuff interesting. And it is super interesting. As someone who's always making substitutions, like... You know, I'm just c- curious how you how you get that, how you get there. Because this recipe obviously isn't even trying. It's not even trying. This recipe is just fibbing. <laughs> this is like... this is A like, little good old-fashioned line, folks. Yeah, exactly. This is the recipe that's selling you an old penny they found on the sidewalk for $50. <laughs> like, they're just, it's just a ruse. So I'd be curious. I've got one more review. Awesome. It's a one-star review from Deanna. Well, of course it is. My family and I recently transitioned to a vegan diet a few months ago. 
I've been looking for a good vegan replacement recipe for the crepe recipe my family and I loved and miss. This recipe is not it. I, <laughs> I followed the recipe to a T. All I could taste was sugar and oil. These were not fluffy. Even my six-year-old, who loves eating vegan, took two bites and said he couldn't finish it. Very disappointed. I don't think that's fair either. They don't sound bad. They're just not crepes. They just sound, it just sounds like a pancake recipe with no eggs in it. Yeah. It sounds a lot better than the last one, which was just wet hardtack. Yeah. So this one at least has milk in it instead of just water. Ugh. I don't want to talk about, can I vamp? Can I just vamp for like 15 more minutes and then we don't have to talk about infrastructure anymore? Because now I'm afraid of San Francisco. Our quota for like comedically dubious vamping has well been met. Well met and surpassed, even, I would say. But can I just talk about some more not funny stuff about crepes? Can I just do that for a while? Anything else? Can I do anything else? No. (laughs) We're back. And we are transitioning from BART to the cable car. It's uh, the nation's only moving landmark. And... (laughs) <laughs> Which That's is pretty cool. That's a good cool. way to put it. Yeah. Huh. That's a real thing. Um, this is These are reviews specifically for the Powell Hyde line of the cable car, which which seemed like the main line. It had the most reviews. And we're going to get started here with a one-star review for the nation's only moving landmark on Yelp. I'm so scared. <laughs> oh, no. I like, I, I don't, I don't want to know. This is one star from Colony C. And this is really going to set out a lot of the problems that people experienced when they tried to ride the cable car in San Francisco. 20 minutes! Exactly. Well, okay. More like two hours for the cable car. See? Now that's a problem. Because it's it's a... Ter- like, the cable car is really interesting. I guess we're going to get sidetracked. The cable car is really interesting because it, it rides this weird line between still being part of the transit system. Like, it is legally, technically part of the transit system in San Francisco. Yes. Right? Yeah. But it's also almost solely a tourist attraction now. Like, yeah. I read a few reviews from people who legitimately use it to commute, but it's become so impractical to use it for commuting because it takes so long to get on one that it's almost exclusively a tourist attraction now. But I mean, it's still yeah. technically a commuter's option. Like, it's still part of that system, which is really weird and interesting. That it, yeah. Huh. It also means that a lot of people felt like they had grounds to criticize it in ways that don't make any sense, like calling for privatization and shit. We're going to dig into that. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. Now I'm really excited to hear this one star <sighs> review. Now now you've got me really pumped. One star from Colony C. Would never recommend. Not friendly to tourists or helpful at all. When the cable car pulled up, a rude woman shouted for me to get to the other side of the cable car because this side was full. I turn to the other side, and as I'm scanning where to go, another worker yells for me to stand in a certain spot and not on top of people. WTF? Clearly, I was not going to do that. I was seeing where to go. As the cable cart starts moving, they ask if I have money. I pull out my credit card, and the woman says, that's 19th century. We don't do that anymore. We only take cash. Um, okay. (laughs) Wait, the credit card is 19th century? I didn't write it. I understand that they are frustrated because we were misinformed, but that gives them no right to be nasty. Then, when I tell her I only have credit, she rolls her eyes, stops the cart, and in front of everybody, just yells for us to get off. 
At this point, I'm disgusted by the behavior. Low-class, unprofessional, and rude, boorish behavior. Boo! You get zero stars from me. You guys suck. What, um, what transit system do you think this individual has gotten on and been able to use a credit card? <laughs> which which bus do you think he's gotten on and handed the bus driver their credit card? I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Last time I caught a bus, they had Square. What the fuck? I slid my chip right in, I, easy peasy. <laughs> like, I've never, ever gotten on, a, a like, the boxes outside, for sure. <laughs> for sure, yeah. The ticket stations, yeah. I've never one time gotten on a public transportation system and been like, well, here's my credit card. That is, they what are, the fuck? They are strictly cash only to kind of, I think because they're a landmark, they like, they either have limited ways by which they can modernize or they just don't want to. You can buy your tickets online, but there's no, as far as I know, there's no like kiosks. You but, just pay when you get on. But still, then the kiosk is the fucking Walgreens where you get cash back. Feel free to at me if I'm wrong. There, there might be. It was honestly kind of confusing. But still, I'm just saying, like, of course you can't just hand them your credit card. Like, what are you doing? This is a you problem. It sounds like they got a free ride for, like, a block, which is pretty cool. I just, what did they think was going to happen? But they also got publicly ejected. Well, yeah. So, that's not- <laughs> so maybe, I, maybe I shouldn't chastise them now because they already did face public humiliation. <laughs> Whoops. No, you can chastise them because they did not exactly handle it with grace. <laughs> they, got, they got on Yelp and, and complained. That's boo. No boo, stars. No boo. stars. We do have a one star review. Shocking. <laughs> We do have a one-star review from Local R. And for reasons that'll become clear, I'm going to be pointing out some of the grammatical errors. One star. You can never imagine how rude those San Francisco person could be. Understood the well-educated people will not waste their lives driving this kind of thing, but the driver and staff here are extremely less educated and rude to tourists. Uh, Run-on sentence, missing the hyphen for (laughs) well-educated. Um... It's hard to avoid riding a cable car. Therefore, those rude people are just rude. Also a run-on sentence. What? <laughs> 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 it's hard to avoid riding on a cable car? Yeah. Do you just find yourself on a cable car sometimes? Well, what happens, the thing is, what happens is the cable cars have these like weird mouths on the front. These weird oh. like horror cartoon mouths. Um and then if so if you get caught in the street by one it'll just gobble you it'll up. Just it'll nom you right down. And if you don't get got by the mouth, the weird Miyazaki cable car will just sprout some like claw machine grabbers. And sometimes yeah. they just get you. And then it's the robot from Wild Wild West. Oh my gosh, and that's you remember not the good. robot from Wild Wild West? I do. Wow. I saw that movie in theaters, I'm pretty sure. I did too. What a pull. Hot damn. It's, you know, I remember that, and I remember the weird jacuzzi scene from the start. And otherwise, I don't remember anything because I was a kid. I don't remember the jacuzzi scene. I just really remember the like giant weird spider robot. They were in like a water tower or something that was being heated up. Will Smith was looking cool as fuck. I don't remember. I mean, obs. Uh, obs, always an obs, yeah. Uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> I just find myself on the cable car sometimes. <laughs> so hard to avoid. <laughs> Verb tense all over the place. We do have a one-star review from AP. American Public Media. (laughs) (laughs) 
A great SF tradition destroyed by the people who operate it. Parentheses. I am told it's the city. <laughs> right? Right? In down with the man. Down. I heard the man was the city. <laughs> That's what I hear. Inconsistent service. Parentheses. They say every 12 to 15 minutes, but you should be waiting for more than half an hour. And a lot of people reported like up to two hours. Cars pile up at terminals while people wait for hours in lines. Rude conductors. Can't buy tickets online yet. Parentheses. And this is Silicon Valley country. They don't, <laughs> they don't give you receipts either when you buy passes. Have you guys ever heard about privatization? What the fuck? Because <laughs> that's, that's what's going to help. That's what's going to help us. That's always helped us in the past when we just give it to a big company to do. That's big the solution. Big companies are the backbone of America. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with the big companies. <laughs> they treat prisoners fine. They treat prisoners just fine. They're doing great things with education. They almost have enough beds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's almost like they're not killing us all. Almost. <laughs> Fuck off. One star from, Yan, from Yan L. Damn it, tourists. Don't yell when you go down the hills. The Powell Hyde line goes through residential areas. Is that too hard for you to figure out? That's fair. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually totally fair. I found that review last night while we were drinking with our friends. And, uh, <laughs> is that the thing you laugh so hard about? That was the thing I laughed so hard about was that I just found this spare one-star review from 2012 <laughs> where someone who did not ride the cable car gave it one star because they were fucking sick of listening to all the yelling from their apartment. Shut the fuck up! And the best they could do, the best they could do was get on Yelp. The cardboard box I live in that cost me $17,000 is right on the street. Seventeen thousand is kind of a steal. We got... <laughs> We've got a three-star review. This one's from TW. Riding the trolley cars can be a fun part of a San Francisco trip, depending on which conductor you get. Rules were very inconsistent. Some conductors were fun and interactive with tourists, but others were horrible and should probably not be working with people in public. On one trip, a conductor elbowed my husband in the face for, for, for quote, getting too close. My husband leaned over the yellow line to tell him we wanted to get off on the next stop. Parentheses, the cars are very loud. The city should think about hiring younger conductors who are more willing to work with tourists as they are the ones who pay to ride the trolley cars. I um, I don't know if young people are your solution there. Young people will absolutely elbow you in the face. <laughs> young, given enough cause. I don't. I don't know if you've met young people, but but we're ready to fight you. We'll go for the face. <laughs> I um that I wanted to read that review because it reminded me of a very and this is such a tangent, but I wanted to do it. So when I was in high school and I went through like, I don't know if a phase is fair. I just wanted to hang out with my friends. But Elbowing like, people in the face phase? Yeah, I did. I really maimed some people bad. Damn. Um, no, I went through that phase where like you go to your football games because it's like community. and like well, my, yeah, of course. My dad would go and sit on his own and I'd go hang out with my friends or like we'd all sit together or whatever. Yeah, and it was like yeah. cool and fun. The it, like... The, the months I spent as an American high schooler, I, uh, I went to football games. Yeah, you like you hang out with the person you have a crush on. Like, it's cool. Um, I'm very defensive about that because, you know, not, not really my image. Not really my sort of persona. 
the football. But that's okay. Yeah. There was one game. So our team was like notoriously terrible. You did not go to watch your high school team do well if you went to my school. You just <laughs> went to laugh at them. Aww. And the, the moment where I had a comedic awakening about how funny it is when someone gets hit inadvertently in the face, like funnier than getting hit in the testicles or whatever. That's lame. Getting hit in the face was when the the kick receiver for our team got on one knee to indicate a safe catch, whatever it's called. You yeah. Know, to, yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I mean, I don't. You're, yeah. And you're not going to well, be able to describe it to me. I will no, not I understand. For those who don't know football, it means, hey, I'm catching this ball. I'm not going to run it. Please don't tackle me, is okay. all it means. So, okay. they, so the, the player got on one knee and then reaches out to catch the ball. And the ball comes soaring full speed through their open hands right into their face. Oh, my gosh. Were they okay? And they just fall backwards. Yeah. I mean, nobody like nobody went to help them. Oh, no. Nobody went to help them. Oh, no. We, there was some laughing and some oh goshing, and then play continued. But they got beanbagged in the face with a with the tip of a football that got kicked. It was amazing. That is right, so so unfortunate. Oh right no! Right through their open arms, as if they were holding up Simba. That's, just boom! Wow, that is so unfortunate. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Oh my god. And I just wanted to bring that story because it was oh, it was a, a defining moment for me. I get that. I understand that. Do you want to end on a magnanimous moment? Always. Was that it? Yes. Thank you. We have a five-star review from Bill A. There's really nothing funny about this one. It's just wholesome and good. Tell me about it, Bill. Like a whole grain cracker. Five stars. I always wanted to ride the cable cars. And when I finally got to, wow, what an amazing experience that was. Hanging off the cable car, taking pictures, holding on for dear life. I hope I can do this again someday. Aw, Bill. Aw, <laughs> thanks, Bill. The, I needed that. Aw, that's like giving yourself a hug. For every for every negative review that was like insanely hateful or straight up racist a lot of the time. Um, same for the subway. Just just her like I was so done reading Bart reviews because they were fucking nasty. Jeez. I did not bring the nasty ones, obviously. I mean, obviously. Um, No, you brought the privileged one. You brought the privileged ones where somebody had to wait 20 minutes and lost their fucking minds. Oh, the racist ones are pretty privileged, usually. Okay, yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, that's fair. That's a fair point. I, I stand corrected. Because I'm sure Yelp has, like, terms of use. They don't don't get enforced, from what I can tell. Um, At least not about public transit. Anyway, for every like really nasty review for the cable cars, there were like two that were like, this was on my bucket list and it was fucking awesome. Loved it. Had so much fun. Hung off the side. The the operator told me not to hang off the side and I did anyway. That was was, like word for word from one review. I love that. Uh, Just people having fun. Just folks having fun. And I wanted to end on that because for all the problems San Francisco has, which are numerous and really unacceptable for a city that's so like wealthy, and yeah. liberal, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe like social inequality should not be such a such a ball numbing problem for your city. Like I don't know, I don't live there, so I don't know. But it's like bad. And um, but when we were there, San Francisco is also fucking gorgeous and it's, awesome. It's beautiful and pretty and full of like nice people. Yeah. So just wanted to end on that, you know. How much we love San Francisco for how all much, of its problems. How much we can't live there. We can't live there. Couldn't afford it. I mean, but it's very pretty. It's a lovely city. Huh. (laughs) Well, folks, if you'd like to get in touch with us, 
You can reach us via email at foreveracritic at gmail.com or on Twitter at Critic Everyone. We also have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Critic Everyone. So you can get in touch with us on all those socials there. We try to be pretty active and respond to people. Sometimes we mess up, but uh, we're doing it. But we do our best, folks. We just do our best. Oh, and there's actually one important thank you. Um... I want to thank Twitter user at Space Bras again for um, recommending a podcast studio to us. Uh, we are looking into that. Yeah, thank you. And I, I actually, I want to echo the the plea that um, Jonathan made on Twitter. Uh, like we're trying to navigate this, and we we care about this weird little thing quite a bit. We want to make it bigger. We want to share it with more people. And that's not really like that's not an area that we're super savvy in. So if you have advice or suggestions or you know about some startup little podcast network that's looking for new shows, send us an email. Let us know. Like we're open to suggestions. And if you don't have any suggestions, just tell a friend if you haven't yet. Just tell a friend, please. Um, Please. Super cool. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes if you have not done that yet, because that helps too. Um, And having those reviews will probably help us have more clout with any networks we do try to pitch ourselves to. So that's all super cool and helpful. And uh, you all are the best. Uh, You keep turning up. I don't know why. You keep downloading and listening, and it's just awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and you keep li- liking my occasional dumb tweet, because I'm not good at Twitter yet. I don't have the confidence to like try and tweet comedy stuff every day like some savvy folks do. But I'm getting there. And thank you for liking it. And thank you for listening. And thank you to Guillaume Tucker for Bebop Molecule, which is our ad break music. Thank you to Jazar for Green Lights, which is our outro. And as always, thank you to Steve Combs for Drag Chain, which is our fucking bop of an intro. And on that note, we'll catch you next Wednesday.